Hi, welcome to Colonial Williamsburg, past and present on history.org. This is behind the scenes where you meet the people who work here. That's my job. I'm Lloyd Dobbins and mostly I ask questions. This time I'm asking Hope Smith and at Colonial Williamsburg, she's an actor interpreter and playing roles in Revolutionary City, I think. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that everybody will know, we knew each other when she was at uh, Great Hopes yes. Plantation. So you've, <laughs> you've, you've migrated a little bit. Yes, I have. <laughs> Who do you play? Well, my primary character um, is a woman by the name of Eve. Mm -hmm. She was uh, the maidservant to uh, the wife of Peyton Randolph, who okay. was a speaker of the House of Burgesses in Virginia, but um, first president of the Continental Congress. Mm -hmm. And I have other characters. Um, Kate, who was a laundress at the Raleigh, um, a secondary character. Everybody has two or three characters, right? Yes. Revolution. Okay. Because if you run it seven days a week, you got to have a day off sometime. Yes. Somebody else has to play your character. You have to play somebody else's. So it just goes back and forth, huh? Yes. Okay. What is different doing street theater? on Duke of Gloucester Street and doing interpretation at Great Hopes Plantation. How has your life changed? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you're playing to a much larger audience. Um, you're drawing them into the past with you as well. Um, Great Hopes, we were primarily third person except for special programs when people could meet a character set in a certain time for a certain period of time. But here from the time we hit the streets at 10.30 until the time things wrap up um, at about 12.30 or so, you are in the past and you are going through the first day two years, the second day six years, rapid fire. So you're engaging guests with what's going on at that time period, um, talking about um, events, whether it's you know news from Saratoga that the British have surrendered or news that Lord Dunmore has, has taken the gunpowder and it's happening very rapid fire and you have to engage people um, in an instant now. It's, so it's, it's, it's very different. Do you like that, engaging people, talking with them? I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, that's I do. <laughs> you all, I keep asking you that because I want, one time I want you to say I'm tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you always um, have to remember that for... Many guests, it's their first time coming to um, see a certain program, and it may be the 50th time for us, but it's that first time for that guest. Or if it's somebody who's been before and they've come back because they were so impressed with the quality of what they've seen in the past, you want to make sure that that second, third, fourth, fifth visit is even better and will make them want to come back. So You're out on the street. It's hot, uh, which it is in Virginia <laughs> at this time of year. What do people want to know of you as you are engaging with them and, and, and staying in your time period in character? What are they most interested in? Um, they're interested in what the thoughts would be of um, an enslaved woman. And when we get to talking and we can kind of share a little bit more, this is an enslaved woman who's in the household of somebody who's probably second only to the governor when you look at 
powerful men in this colony here, and they want to know, well, what is Eve's perspective? Um, being in the household of Peyton Randolph, hearing the talk of these gentlemen who um, are, are revolutionaries, and how is she taking this all in, and how is she processing it, and how are things going to affect her? So how we're personally affected um, by the things that, that are going on when it's coming to the revolution and then eventually the war and um, the consequences of, of, of war and sacrifices. So they want to know how it personally affects this woman. Some of the research I did for one of the projects I had actually said that Peyton Randolph household yes. had 28 servants. Governor's Palace had 26, <laughs> so he may have been more powerful than the governor. Especially when the governor falls out of favor. So. Yeah, when the governor falls out of favor, that's really more powerful. Do you have any trouble ever staying in character? Um, no, you, you have to make certain allowances. If somebody comes up to you and asks you where the restroom is, just tell them where the restroom is, um, <laughs> those sorts of things. And um, when people come into the revolutionary city, um, before as, as they come in, as they're entering into this, this east end of Duke of Gloucester Street, um, they're pretty well informed that they're going to be going into the past. But if it's, if it's something where a person does need to use a restroom or needs water or need some other immediate need, you, you, you kind of graciously do that. But other than that, it's, it's the period. Like this, this morning, we were uh, awaiting the arrival of uh, our governor at the time, Lord Dunmore. And a lady said, but is this really your governor now? And I said, well, yes, ma'am. He's been the governor for <laughs> three years now. And <laughs> a friend kind of whispered to her, well, this is you know, revolutionary city. It's, it's Lord Dunmore. So she's, she's, she's getting the information, but I'm not breaching um, the time period with that. Uh, that's, I think that would be difficult for me. Doing the character would not be particularly difficult. But trying to deal with people's questions and stay in time, I bet that can be kind of challenging sometimes. <laughs> it can be where you want to maybe tell people things that are going to happen um, in the future, um, things that you wouldn't know at that time period, but if they're things you know about a certain situation or about your character specifically, um, you kind of regret not being able to, to share that um, with guests. Um, so it can be tough, but you have to maintain um, you know, the fact that we're in 1774 or whatever the year is at the period, um, and, and not break it. <laughs> is it more difficult to deal with adults or kids? It depends. <laughs> okay. It depends. I would say that um, it's, it's not usual um, that we have difficulties. A lot of times you have children, um, like we do programs that focus specifically on, on children and families in the afternoons. And um, yesterday there was a girl who was, I think she was seven or nine, and she was asking about, well, what does it mean um, that you're a slave? And, you know, I tried to explain it to her as myself and another colleague there. So for, for those type of basic questions, um, it's, it's easy to, to explain to children um, a very difficult thing if you allow that opportunity 
to take the time um, and explain it to them. You've been doing this for so long now. Do you think of yourself sometimes as an educator? Absolutely. I have um, uh, a mother and her two sisters who are in, in the education field as, as teachers, and I have one aunt who will still ask me <laughs> if, if I want to teach. And I say, well, I am teaching. I have a, a classroom that is Colonial Williamsburg, and I have different students um, every day, and this is my method um, of teaching. I'm sharing you know, these women that I portray with hundreds in the summer sometimes, thousands of people every day, and that's the best classroom there is. I would, I, I think, you, you, you are too nice a person to do it, but I think I would say that not only was I an educator in this Colonial Williamsburg where I had this, but I got the kids to remember. Yes. <laughs> in, yes. In some of the schools now, <laughs> history is, is sufficiently dull to offend everybody, I guess. It's just, I don't know. I guess when you, when you look at it, because history was actually always my, my favorite subject, um, social studies um, in elementary school, it was always, to me, stories about people. And, you know, when you look at something as dates or this began here and ended there, I can understand where that's not interesting. But when you begin to look at it as the story of this person or this woman or this child, then it becomes interesting. And then people can connect um, across time. You know, I may not have a lot in common with maybe the mother I'm talking to because we're separated by time and distance or location but we're still mothers mm -hmm. and that woman can relate to me as um, a woman who's an enslaved mother and maybe the challenges that, that I would face she can sympathize with me and, and relate to me so people connect with that being mothers and fathers and husbands and wives and children mm -hmm. what's the hardest part of it for you is there a hard part I've never seen you when you weren't smiling. <laughs> when I wasn't smiling. Um, just to always maintain the level of quality and to represent the people that I'm portraying with um, dignity and, and, and honor and, and reverence, even if, you know, there's a certain amount of information that's going to be available about people at any time. But in the 18th century, um, someone who's enslaved, someone who's a woman, you may not have all of the facts, but that you fill out their lives in a way where even if everything isn't exactly right with how old the person was, still represents them as, as truly as we can in the 21st century. So to, to always maintain that, that if that person were here and seeing me portray that character, some of the details might be off, but I still get across um, that sense or that essence of whoever I'm portraying. How long do you see yourself doing this? I'm enjoying myself now, really? and I've been here a long time, right. so you, I'm not sure. But you still enjoy it? I still enjoy it. I still love making connections with people, whether they only meet me once or whether they come back. Uh, there's a couple this week that have bought their daughter. They've been coming for they've been coming for 22 years, <laughs> which is how long I've been here. Now I haven't known them for 22 years, but they've been coming to the foundation um, for 22 years, 
and they bought their daughter to Colonial Williamsburg this this weekend, and she's also involved at a history museum in Maryland. They're like, we want you to meet these folks that we've met, and we come back every year to see how they're doing, and that's special. Where else can you can you affect people like that? They actually watched you grow up. They did. <laughs> they did. That's amazing. That's Colonial Williamsburg, past and present this time. Check history.org often. We'll post more for you to download and hear.